0: Welcome to a world of thrills, a world of drama, of capes and tights, a world where death is a revolving door. Welcome to The Geek Matrix. Yes, hello, welcome to The Geek Matrix. Bonus review show number 160?
1: Uh, no, it's, um... 180. Uh, like, obviously, it's, uh... Um 180, yes. 180, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or 4536. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. I thought it, I thought it was only four thousand one hundred. Nope. So that's five hundred. All right. Yeah, because I only changed the last number, so
0: yeah. There we go. We're not counting in the hundredth percentile god, god. are you gonna are you gonna um, actually
2: our own continuity our own I'm, show
0: i'm i'm actually myself <laughs> <laughs> i'm making i'm um, actually very meta okay oh my god <clears throat> yes so yes i am rob hear me roar hello my roar is not your typical roar. Word. It doesn't sound like roar. It sounds like, in Brightest Day and Blackest night, but we shall escape my sight, etc. It's, it's a very
2: wordy, wordy, wordy roar. roar.
0: <laughs> it is. It takes takes a long time sometimes.
1: Roar even. Oh,
0: <laughs> little pause. What did yeah. you get here? Um... Yeah, you you did Snagglepuss, and I instantly thought of the Cowardly Lion. I don't know why I get those
1: voices mixed
0: up in my head.
1: I didn't do a very good Snagglepuss. You
0: did better than I do. Because I don't, I can't, if I do it, I just sound like the Cowardly Lion. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we're here. Brandon and Josh are here. Sound off, boys. Hello! Hello! Yeah, it's been a long Thursday. I'm freaking tired, so like this is gonna be a very uh touch and go episode,
2: maybe. (laughs) Are we gonna die?
1: Oh no. I I hope not. I don't wanna die. Not yet. Not yet. Definitely not yet. Cutting me off before my time. Don't do that. Don't do that. uh all right so
0: to quote cody rhodes what do y'all want to talk about
2: maybe comics maybe not you talk about costumes and more i'm sure we can figure something out we yeah can talk we, we we, we could talk about more <laughs> kyle rayner costumes I you know. could i'm sure there's <laughs> nothing
1: better than the original 90s that's Hands true down. it's just for kyle though so right good. huh you're talking about for Kyle, though? Not in general. Yes, okay. Not in general, no. Yeah. No. No. And by the way, I fucking love the Lobo in that Green Lantern 55. Yeah. I'm we surprised. Were
2: Nay, I'll say I'm shocked that Doug Mankey's never done a Lobo book before. He needs yeah. to. He I feel really like should. he has to have. I I, I got to look this up. I mean. I'm I mean, not going to That, show, that right? many Lobo books. Yeah. Well, most of it, like the '90s series, was you know Alan Grant and Simon Bisley, and I don't, I don't know who did it after that. But like, it just feels like such an obvious choice. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Maybe one day. Maybe you know,
2: Josh will just have to rate that it. Will be the book that Josh writes for uh. Lobo. Be Lobo Unchained.
1: Ooh. Oh, I like it. Oh, I like it too. <laughs> Sounds Unchained
2: dangerous. because it will be disgusting and filthy and just like the grossest book you've ever read, but it'll be perfect because it's Lobo and it'll be drawn by Doug Mankey. So it'll be it'll be so fitting. And I will read that book in a heartbeat.
0: All I ask, Josh, and that's I only ask this because I basically like connect them in my mind forever now. Uh, include Guy Gardner for one issue.
1: Oh, oh, yeah? (laughs) Yeah. That's all I ask. Mm. I will, but it'll be mostly comic relief. That's
0: fine. That's all Guy needs to be in a Lobo book.
1: Mm. Okay, I'll do it, but I want... I want to have it drawn by Sarah Beadie and co-write it with Tim Sale. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> I'm just like,
2: imagine, imagine the book and all of the art looks like this. The the panel I just sent in Discord. That'd be so would that good. not be
1: perfect? Hell so I need well, you to yes! Do that. Yeah. I don't know if I can get Doug Mankey to work on a book with me, but like. <laughs> <laughs> by George! i want to see it give it a gold it. college try <laughs> Yep. i would say that lobo gets delivered a vial of a, a tiny glass vial and it's just got one drop of blood in it and in it is zarnian and he knows it it's not his and it's the his his familial blood so he knows it's not crutches but it is zarnian so he has to go and find out who the fuck it is because he's got a reputation to uphold as being the last Zarnian. And he goes out across the galaxy searching for the person who sent this and the person whose blood that belongs to. And shit gets wicked vicious. I like it. I want to like see I want
2: to see how depraved that's just off the top of my head. That's all I want. You
1: want to see how depraved I can get? I wanna get?
2: see I wanna <laughs> see how depraved and freaky it'll be. Because if it's with Doug Mankey. Wait, oh, wait, hold on, hold
1: on a second. <laughs> yeah. I just
2: like movie. I just that's why I think Unchained would be a perfect title and you can just you can go nuts yeah. do anything you know I would read absolutely. The shit yeah. out of that I'll have book to if you that.
1: I'll have to drop Sarah Beattie and just <laughs> do this with Tim though. on on a scale of
0: <laughs> hellblazer to the boys how fucked up are you going to get
2: like beyond the boys like beyond hero <laughs>
1: No, no, I wouldn't have people walking into the head of other people's penises.
2: Maybe like oh, like
1: no. <laughs> that, that, that's not something that, I mean, you can as, at
0: least have like, as really long as they don't. grow <laughs> Unexpectedly. I think you're fine. Yeah.
2: <laughs> are, are, you, are you
0: thinking more like the area of preacher?
2: Yeah. Just like, yeah. I don't know, like hyper gory yeah. or something, you know? Like yeah. That kind of thing.
1: like the air, like the area of preacher. Oh, would okay. end up being what I could do, but I could also easily do one without the core. Yeah. Yep. I'm I'm writing a movie uh with uh let's see, we've got until July and then we're trading our scripts back and forth, but um we're 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 uh Isaiah and I are kind of sort of working on a, a movie together. Nice oh, cool. right. Horror, I take it. Yes, You're right mm-hmm. on so i've got nothing less i've got two i've got two different versions of the story like one with gore and like one with bad gore and one without gore at all i kind of went for the without gore or without much gore and then isaiah is like gore so i wrote two (laughs)
2: different versions (laughs) i don't even really like gore but you know i i think if you're doing a book like that it has to be has to be very gory
1: yeah
0: i think it yeah it needs to be
1: agreed we'll see what happens with 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 the lobo things guys but we also have outsiders action comics and titans to talk about yes but do you want to bring up our two honorable mentions first We got Wesley Dodds, the Sandman, number four. The story is good. I would say it's a a little better than your average Robert Venditti book. Um, But the art, man, every time I see it, I'm like, this is why I don't draw. I wouldn't want anyone to see something this bad. (laughs) (laughs) In any case, uh, the Sandman's nightmares continue in this one. um, Or nightmare continues, I suppose. Uh, I don't want to grade it because Rosmo's art would You it too far too much for me uh but i'll give it a thank goodness there's a good writer on board out of 10. (laughs) Mm. fair enough (laughs) and then fables number 161 the black forest is almost done it has been such a great story i don't know if you guys have been reading it i don't think you have i uh, i've never
2: read fables oh that does that breaks my heart so Uh, much i don't know it's it's one of those things where i just i looked at it and it was 150 something issues and i was like nope (laughs) it's like i'll read why the last man instead (laughs) well why the last man yeah yeah that's that's fair Yeah. yeah
1: like you could get like the whole thing whatever of fables and it's just something you would pick up and read like four issues of because you, you like the, the story is good and then set it down and mm-hmm. it'll be just like something you read in your off time And i'm telling you you will really enjoy it uh, yeah maybe one. But, of uh, the, you can you can jump in 11 issues ago and um pick up from there you do not need to read the first 150 issues of fables i was gonna say do you do you you remember all that shit no god no (laughs) um but the black forest is almost done it's got one issue left and then fables is over uh you need to go get lost in the woods it's been (laughs) it's been great dude uh i give it an 8.5 out of 10 for It's good right on for sure um, I'm trusting your
2: judgment on Underworld Unleashed first, and if you're wrong, <laughs> then I'm never reading Fables.
1: You should, uh, regardless, <laughs> regardless, you should keep. You should check out Fables. Our, our tastes are a little more closely aligned when it's independ, indie, indie kind of stories, even yeah. this, if this is owned by DC. But um, So I have a question, though. That that Black
0: Forest, is it outside? What? Is the forest is does is it outside? Yes. So the people in the forest they'd be outsiders.
2: And they were Brandon caught that right Ray. away.
1: <laughs>
0: Come on, Josh, don't fuck up my only transition <laughs> of the year. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: You're trying. And that's, that's really works.
1: It works. Outsiders number three written (laughs) by uh, uh, Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly art from Robert Carey colors by Valentina Tadia. Tadio. I can't read that. I need my glasses letter from Tom Napolitano and the cover came from Roger Cruz and Adriano uh, Lucas. Um, So Luke and Kate are on the carrier as they walk through a magic door. On the other side, they land in a weird, labyrinthine version of Wayne Manor. Uh, Batwoman warns Luke uh, not to get separated, which happens fucking immediately as soon as she uh, finishes saying the sentence. He finds himself getting warned by a Batman, of which there are many, that he doesn't belong there. Over with Kate, she's surrounded by Batwomen, who are really just Batmen, apparently. The Council of Batman, or whatever it is you want to call them all, are attacked by Duke Thomas and his Batman armor, and he kills some. Batwoman shows up and sneaks an uppercut in that lays him the fuck out. The Batmen then give Luke a grappling hook, and him and Kate are whisked back to their home on the carrier to be met by Drummer. Um, later, we see Drummer reading a book that talks about Luke and how he's doing well, but that Kate is already having dreams of bats.
2: Uh, I cannot pay attention to a word you're saying. I'm so distracted by Rob's lantern.
1: <laughs> I just looked up and you were like
2: flashing it in your face. Yes, I like, pay attention
1: to it. Are you? He wasn't, wasn't
2: trying to distract seance? you.
0: I was just trying to have fun. <laughs> it, it, is,
1: it is mesmerizing. Yeah,
0: I got like for for a Christmas ornament, the Christmas ornament. It oh, is that's dope. so perfect. It's actually really cool that is cool and next like a couple years ago hallmark released this ornament
2: uh uh-huh.
0: <laughs> just a miniature hal jordan so next year i want to have it so they're like next to each other like this
2: i feel like you got to get a lantern as the star on your tree or is that too much i've tried
0: i've <laughs> asked Angela, <laughs> and i've even asked for like because you can get a death star tree topper uh uh-huh. And like I asked the answer, it's like no, we have to get the Hogwarts castle.
1: Like, but wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Have you already got the Hogwarts castle? No, we don't
0: have any tree topper yet. Like, we, we have, have, we have a tree topper, but not a geeky one. It's a mm-hmm. stupid star.
1: All right, because yeah, you could like find just, a hilarious. big Green Lantern one and paint it gold. If the problem is it's not Christmasy <laughs> enough. I mean, there's a gold lantern. I don't know how yeah. opposed you would be to using it. Is that, not, is that really what you want? I, I don't,
0: I don't mind the idea of the gold lantern. Like the whole emotion is happiness, and like you're <laughs> we're happy at Christmas, so it makes
2: sense. Uh, I was going to hey, say, do you really that's... want to be reminded of that Legion storyline? But I uh, just the idea
0: of I the I gold just, lantern. <laughs> I forget the Legion story and and choose to remember only the gold lantern. That's fair. Yeah.
2: Selective memory can be nice.
1: The man I, least, of great ideas.
0: Via idea of the green, the gold lantern because I didn't really care mm-hmm. for the character and I don't really understand why he was blind. Yeah, why but not? I like the gold lantern blind. concept. He
1: he was blind because he was blind.
0: I mean, he had no eyes.
1: That's just the way he was born. But it's like
0: like I'm thinking like Rotlop fan
1: roll up fan the Rob f-sharp fan. bell yes communicates through sound Sound, yeah, yeah. we communicate through sound that's yeah, but we also have eyes yeah It'll primarily Lop, didn't, only didn't.
2: communicates through sound not primarily because he doesn't yeah. have eyes
0: yeah it's like even just like sight it's, it's all yeah. sonar based if i remember right mm-hmm. but anyway
2: um outsiders but, well, yes that's what High that's night. what we're talking about yeah um yeah so <laughs> anyway
1: um i guess we'll just have to see where this one leads i'm a little confused i had a great time on the first two and this feels like a like a setup i just hope that it comes quick and not like something that gets dangled on um so this one felt a little less for me not in the art the art was fantastic it was less in the story um maybe because it's I've seen my fair share of groups of Batmen lately, and the idea is a little worn out on me. Um, not a bad issue. It looks great. Stories, just not where the first two were. Uh, seven out of ten.
2: I, I need to. I need to leave. Um,
1: <laughs> I, I just said outsiders,
2: and I said I feel dirty. I don't know if you caught that. I said it. And What's I was that like, all oh, about? My, what just happened. Where did you'll that come be,
0: from? Next you'll be saying favorite with a U and gray I with an saying, E.
2: Oh, my, oh, well, no, that, that keeps yeah, happening for some reason. Cause I have like, you know, on your phone, like you'll have the it, it can change. I don't know if you have an iPhone, but like sometimes it can change the uh the language or whatever. So I have it set just at the standard US one. But sometimes it auto changes to like the the UK version, and it'll it'll try and correct when I say, like, oh, my favorite is whatever. It'll try and It'll try and correct it, auto-correct it to favor f- it, and I hate <laughs> it. it. It's, See, it's I gross. get the opposite
1: because yeah.
0: I I type it the right way and it autocorrects it the right leaving. way. Oh, here
2: you we go. you
1: know how you can go into your iPhone and like <laughs> have your swipe set and then like the wrong word keeps popping up, right? Yeah. Um, and you can hit that fucking button and then type in whatever it is it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I had a buddy that uh, it was a coworker. I had a coworker that did it to another coworker of mine that grabbed his phone at fucking lunchtime <laughs> and went through and did a whole bunch of like common words. Like if he wrote the it came up, fuck. Uh, i just wanted to do something
2: like that he did it for
1: like he he did it for like an hour so he covered a very large round of words (laughs) you could you could just be
2: saying like like oh i'm going home and it's like (laughs) ass
1: (laughs) right (laughs) this is like oh i'm oh i'm ass the kitty <laughs> yeah, this is oh, genius. Fun times, fun times. That's um,
2: awesome. Anyway, out outsiders. It's the age not age. Outsiders. Um, no, another no, another solid issue. Oh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yes, I I
1: whiskey. I can
2: agree that like, I, I understand. I, I talked about it with last month's issue that the whole like episodic format and it's kind of emphasis on not really tackling the main story right now might be a little off-putting but I still I still really enjoy it and this was just like a fun like mystery slash horror kind of ish issue and I just I don't know I just really enjoyed it um and uh I still don't really know much about this artist Robert Carey I have like no idea where he came from but it's just there's something about his art like it's not even that it's technically really impressive but there's something about it that just has like a really interesting like alluring quality that i i just really dig um so i gotta i gotta like dig up more information on this guy i gotta stalk him for a little bit find out where he came from uh because really <laughs> like
1: you're right the the art is really 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 good and mm-hmm. um fucking uh to deal or how do you say your last name to yeah to i'm not sure Tadeo. um her colors set that shit off like fire, dude. And oh it's, yeah, yeah. It's 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 amazing. Um, actually, going <clears> back <throat> and looking at it, I'm going to raise Outsiders to a seven point five. Yeah, well, I was
2: just I was thinking like all the different variations of. Wait, I thought you gave it an eight point five. I gave
1: it a seven point. I gave it a seven. Um. Oh. Anyway, you were saying?
2: No, yeah, just all the different variations of Batman. Like it, I don't know, something about it, it just had like this really interesting look even if everyone wasn't drawn perfectly or something i, I don't have the right words for it but it just there's something about it that's really resonating with me so i gave this an 8 out of 10 like i really dug it um looking forward to the next issue
0: uh so i wanted to ask because you you had a theory last issue brandon that uh-huh. the run of outsiders at kelly and lansing were basically following planetary yeah storylines planetary number three was that anything like this i just wanted to know if the if if that theory is still no that
2: was well yeah this one is slightly different that one was like um if i remember correctly the uh basically the way i think of it is like it's the specter issue they're they're kind of doing an homage to specter but it's more than that it's it's more like um because they go to i think it's shanghai and then they end up meeting this cop who got resurrected after he was killed, i.e., like the spectre, oh, yeah. um, and uh, are investigating him haunting various parts of Shanghai or it might be Hong Kong. I don't remember. Um, but uh, but no, this this issue is where it deviates. But it's again, it's like I said, it's following the same format of right. episodic storytelling until eventually it you know has its big story-changing reveals later on. We mm-hmm. get hints of that towards the end where it's more references to uh, to the guide and all that stuff yeah seems
0: to be uh, the, the drummer has something a little bit bigger in store yeah. going forward so that, that's going to be interesting mm-hmm. um, I, I really enjoyed this issue um, the last issue was kind of a, a little faulty for like a, a faltered a little bit for me but this issue put it back on track for me, it was very interesting. Um, you basically have the, the the Marvel has the Council of Blank, and this is basically the Council of Batman, um, which which I thought was kind yeah, of interesting. Yeah, that's what I called it. <laughs> Oh, was that what you called it? Oh shit. Sure. That's what I called it. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. Back so that...
1: when you were playing with your Green Lantern toy and Brandon was mesmerized by it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fucking Count Vertigo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um what the fuck was I saying now? It's the Council of Batmans.
1: Yeah, Jim, and Jim
0: and <laughs> And, and just the the surprise re- appearance slash return of Duke thomas from the dark multiverse like that that was pretty cool uh i really like that aspect so i it was it was a fun issue it was very interesting it's especially if you like batman this is going to be a fun issue for you um and just the kate and and um luke dealing with stuff was. Like, basically, like, learning about themselves in the process was very, very interesting. Um, I liked it. The art was was quite good. It, It feels like there was so many layers to this issue that I'm too tired to really uncover right now. Like, there's a lot of hidden messages almost about the Bat family. Throughout the dialogue, here that I feel like Kelly and Lansing have hidden within that I just have yet to uncover, and there's this that that excitement is what's really getting it for me.
1: It's- Batwoman's thing has always kind of been, yeah, she's Batwoman, but she's not a bat, yeah. And no, now there's always been kind of, kind of disconnected that- from the fan, yeah. well, at least, and, I mean, like numbers. in her personal opinion, like she's made yeah. it so that she's not a bat,
2: you know, she yeah. doesn't
1: fall underneath. Bruce's purview but now she's dreaming of bats and she runs in in this story and finds a whole room full of bat women saying well aren't we really just aren't we really just Batman yeah uh, so I mean I think we're gonna get a, a deep dive into in, into all of that yeah and I'm I, I'm I'm actually kind of cool with I'm I'm interested in seeing where that goes definitely
0: yeah. Yeah, it was it was a really interesting take on, on everything really. Uh I, I gave it an eight point five out of ten. Eight point mm-hmm. seven five maybe. It was really, really solid. You look like you have something to say.
2: <laughs> oh me?
0: Yeah. Oh no, sorry, it was something else. Something just oh, came across my screen. No worries. <laughs> um all right. Now well, I guess that brings us to Action Comics. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I thought we'd already did that. <laughs> no, well, it's comics, 10, it's, it's fitting. It's fitting that I should be should be. We smiling all just added laughing. in our top three. That's uh, true.
2: That's why. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was I was gonna say it's fitting that I should be smiling and laughing because I, I I don't know I found this issue very entertaining in a yeah, way. Yeah, um, But this is actually comics ten sixty one. Thank you for the transition, Rob. The start of a little mini arc. Not even really a run from yeah. uh, none other than Mr. Jason Aaron of, of Marvel fame, years of Marvel fame. Is, it, his,
1: is it just – how many issues is it, like two?
2: Just three, I think. Three. Three, yeah. three. okay. okay. Um, All right, good. And then the other guy takes over that one. But, you know, that's not that's <laughs> for a couple of months, so we'll, we'll we'll avoid talking about that. Yeah. Um, But yes, this is written by Jason Aaron with art from John Timms, colors from Rex Locus. Good to see him again. Letters from Dave Sharp and a cover from uh, also John Timms um, and presumably also colors from Rex Locus. They don't say. Um, But our story starts in Xerox, also known as the Sorcerer's World. Not that Xerox.
0: Also known as the Copy Planet. Also I, 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 I I I well, even read that as Xerox.
1: Xerox. Xerox. Xerox.
2: <laughs> Xerox. However you want to say it, um, a place well known to magic Sorcerer users world. and sorcerers and all that stuff. And usually of where that lantern go. run that
1: shall not be named. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you yeah. guys keep on bringing up shit? I like vaguely
2: remember what you're talking Bring about.
1: Oh shit! I don't I don't I don't recall that.
2: Uh, anyway. <laughs> Normally a place where people come to train and learn, but presently is being disrupted by a very... And this is where I start getting confused because I, I consider myself a decently intelligent guy, but admittedly when it comes to Bizarro speak, I'm like fucking lost every time. It's so complicated. Because I'm Because like, <laughs> it goes they, back and forth. They but say, say it's supposed to it. be... It whatever Bizarro is saying, it's supposed to be the opposite. But sometimes it's I, I'm like, okay, wait, if it's the opposite, then that means he's saying this, but his actions indicate the opposite. So I, I don't know. I just get fucked. And this is not a bit. Like, I'm I'm genuinely – there are moments where I'm like, what the fuck is he trying to say? But anyway, yeah. um, a very presumably angry Bizarro is making his way through Xerox or Xerox, however you want to pronounce it. Um, and it's that just happens. kind of lost uh, – looking for a way um, to get back um, to Bizarro worlds, even though he's momentarily forgotten it and uh, and all that stuff. Um, The magic users are having none of it. And so they end up just blasting Bizarro with everything they have. But Bizarro being the opposite of Superman is not affected by magic in the way that Superman would be. And so he ends up being amped up by all the power that they throw at him, leaving him looking very scary and menacing. We cut over to metropolis roughly six weeks later where the man of steel is going through his daily motions but uh, notices a bizarro that is floating above the clouds and feels a little bit weird around him seeing that he's a little bit more confident and assured than bizarro normally is Um, before superman even tries to negotiate with him and uh, try and bring him back down to earth without Engaging a fight, Bizarro immediately thumps him away, all the way to Venus, I guess. Um, And before Superman could even get his his breath in, Bizarro was already charging at him and basically just whips him around the universe uh, before they crash land on Pluto. Um, And that's when Superman first notices that Bizarro's power really has been amped up, um, and he's using magic in a way that, frankly, should not be possible for Bizarro. Um, We cut back to Metropolis where some dark clouds begin to swarm um, and uh, some Metropolis reporters are queuing in on everything that's happening uh, between the fight of Superman and Bizarro. We also see Lois and Jimmy uh, looking in on everything and Lois is one of the people that notices that Bizarro is using magic, making this fight a little bit different than all their other fights where Bizarro is possessing a power that he should not have access to. But using a number of artifacts that he's seemingly lifted from Xerox, um, Bizarro is able to use a spell um, and basically, like, uh, kind of dissolves himself to the point where uh, he just kind of vanishes away and fades away. um, And then Superman is sort of left kind of confused. But uh, it sounds like, you know, Bizarro was almost upset at the end and it's clear that he's uh, upset about losing his uh, his world and everything. But that's when he notices that people are starting to feel a little bit weird or are exhibiting weird behavior. Um, and all across Metropolis, people are slowly becoming more and more Bizarro-like, and even Lois Lane falls under the spell of Bizarro as the entire city, presumably of Metropolis, uh, but uh, maybe even the world as well, has been turned into bizarros and that is the start of our arc I, um i don't know i i okay this so, is
1: great i, I know so we, happy. Were,
2: we were moaning right because <laughs> philip Kennedy johnson left the book and i'm still mad about that i'm yeah. still upset yeah. that but like i'm not gonna lie like there was something just so fun and charming about having a bizarro arc and it was it was written so well and with with such a a slightly lighthearted tone, but also with such an earnest tone that like right from the jump, I was like, Yeah, I'm I'm really into this, like as as just like right? a fun,
1: yeah.
2: little Superman arc. So it was um, a
1: different kind of bizarro story too. Yeah. yeah Not no, just definitely. the same old shit. And no. Um it was, it's and, interesting. Yeah,
2: very interesting. And I was I was uh particularly curious about you know this this thing that they were hinting at that bizarro world had seemingly vanished and he was just kind of lost he truly was the last son of of his own world if you will um and now he's just trying to get back to to what he knows uh which is a world of bizarros um so yeah i, I think i think josh is right like it was it's it's not your typical bizarro story where he's like oh he's just kind of fumbling around and then superman knocks the shit out of him and uh i don't know he then they. And then everything's fine. Yeah, everything's fine, I guess. Like no, this was this one actually had an interesting twist uh, at the end where it's like he's turning the whole world into a bizarro world, and I was like
1: sold. Um, yeah. So I really like this one and the art. Now, from do John you K. think? Do you think that Bizarro is still alive now? Yes. When he said I think so, yeah.
2: Yes, I think he he either ported somewhere else after he completed his spell, or is maybe.
1: And this is the because part that lowest, I, I wasn't really sure. Lois calls Clark. Uh, yeah, Bizarro one.
2: Well, that's the thing. I was like, either he poured it away, or when he did his spell, it's like he basically spelled away his his physical body, but is now like reincarnating Not, or manifesting himself in Superman. Something and like everywhere, it. so like taking over his consciousness, basically. Yeah,
1: he's uh, well, he, cool. he's, he's he. Like Star and then Garrod, but now it's bizarroed. Basically. It's <laughs> yeah. It
2: sounds like a very dated comedy movie.
1: Star Ode, and Bizarro. It <laughs> exactly. doesn't sound like a dating comedy, but it does <laughs> sound like a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, Brandon. That's <laughs> just wrong. Uh
2: are you telling me to stop it or are you telling me to do it more <laughs> because you're doing
1: bizarro speak right now? I can't tell. I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep that a secret. All right. Let's see. What Did you finish giving your review, Brandon?
2: Oh, yeah. No, uh, that, that was pretty much all I had to say. Um, but uh, no, I gave this a 9 out of 10. Like I, I just really dug it.
1: Right on. I mean, like I kept interrupting Brandon about, um, it's a, it's a, a a different kind of bizarro story. It's, it's really interesting. Um, he, he goes out of his way to make sure that he is the exact opposite of Superman. Um, he's really pissed at Superman. Um, I can't. I can't wait to see what happens next, and I'll be pretty happy too, considering how great the art looks in this issue. Uh, I I gave it an eight point five out of ten. I I am pleasantly
0: surprised and very happy about this issue. Um, very pleasantly surprised. (laughs) Like, yeah, you're not alone. Yeah, it. I. I was going to say she with good expectations, not high, because oh you know, Jason Aaron in the past has been hit or miss for me. But I was I was excited about it and I was going in with, with, with good good hopes, good expectations, and certainly was not disappointed. The art, really good. Um the story like you guys basically already said it. Bizarro stories are also already hit or miss, but this is a really good bizarro mm-hmm. story. Um
1: at least the setup for one.
0: Yeah, and I love the idea. I don't know how, how how well it's been explored. If it's ever been explored before, but the concept of, and it, it was basically brought up by Mark Wade earlier with the last issue of Shazam, mm-hmm. that they're basically just the opposite. Um, that you know, the Shazam or the Captain's strengths is Bizarro Captain's weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes sense, you know, that Bizarro would be, uh, basically invulnerable to magic yeah. um and very adept at it which i did not expect but that that's a nice touch so i don't you know, like i said i don't know if anybody's ever explored that but it's fucking ingenious in my book um that's that's basically the whole issue um xerox was not a planet i expected to ever see again <laughs> um i'm not yeah. against it because yeah. i i xerox Z- I, I thought i thought xerox was a, <laughs> was an interesting uh was an interesting idea mm-hmm. um and i as, as much as that that Green Lantern run was a, a shamble i i did really i really liked that aspect of it and that idea that was brought and the connection to the star heart potentially uh, so i hope that all gets to be explored a bit more one day um because mm-hmm. that is an interesting Interesting concept, the Xerox. Uh, so the issue, I will give uh, an 8.75 out of 10.
1: Nice. Right on, man. It was weird there was no backup. Really weird. <laughs> it's okay there was no backup. Though. I'm okay with I mean, it, but it, it was gives, weird. It, it gives this... I prefer... I mean, I'm like, I don't have a problem with mm. backups, but the fact that they're happening so frequently kind of bugs me because it cuts the front story down so much. Yeah. Because they're only going to go up so many pages. You know what I mean?
2: Hmm. Well, I did like what they were able to do with some of the backups for the, the recent relaunch of action where like the, the page count for the main story stayed the same, but um, they just added an additional backup, but sometimes they weren't very interesting. So I, I I think this one is like, (laughs) it's, um, it, it, it's nice that at least it just kind of kept the main story and didn't, you know, suddenly jump to, like, some random other story. But I don't know. I, I like the backup sometimes. It can be fun. Yeah. Like yeah. I
1: said, I don't have a problem with backups. I just – they happen so frequently. So, I mean, every once in a while, the, the action, you know, where it's a really good story, I, I I enjoy seeing every page dedicated to that story. That's all. Yeah.
0: That's fair. All right. Uh, that well, mean- you know
1: it's not fair. <laughs> you know it's not fair, Mister Terrific. This next issue, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Terrific.
0: <laughs> or At the very least, what happens to <laughs> the surprise character in the first page? Uh, yeah, we are at the event chapter for what the. <laughs> oh, I mean, that is, whoa. Freaky. yeah
2: this is whoa. weird i weird don't layout. like that um, <laughs> everyone
0: is huge yeah all right we are at our event pay our event uh issue for the week uh it's titans beast world number four this is <clears throat> excuse me written by tom taylor with art from lucas mayer colors from romulo fajardo jr and letters from wes Abbott. With a cover from Ivan Reese, Danny Mickey, and Brad Anderson. Heck of a cover, too. Uh so we open up in Middle where we see none other than the return of Chester P. Runk, uh, fans of <laughs> Jeff John's Flash Run. Whoa. Whoa. That Whoa. was weird. Whoa. My phone What'd just exploded.
1: <laughs> oh no.
0: Uh oh. Time to go like, to the genius. Uh... Like like literally, not literally. Like it just, <laughs> um, yeah, just lots of lots of notifications, lots of noise, It just uh, yeah. Fair enough. All right, so yeah, Chester Chester P. Runk is around fans of Jeff Johns Flash Run will remember Chester P. Runk, mm-hmm. um, or as the Brandon called him Chunk. I guess that Trunk. was like his nickname. That was, that was his nickname. nickname. Yeah, 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 Trunk. Old yeah. Chunk. I, I yeah, I I'm sure I yeah I must have read. Those issues.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, there's that, that. I mean, he doesn't really appear all of that much in the Jeff Johns run. Um, was just there was at one least issue.
1: one. Yeah, there's the only one, one issue where oh, okay. he gets
2: shot by plunder. Um, right. But he was in. Face of,
1: yeah, like a dude named Chunk is one. You yeah, you remember? Well, he, he,
2: he had been kind of like Wally's friend in the. I think it was the Bill Messner lobes run, um, basically before Mark Wade took over. And then oh, I think okay. he was also in the Wade Run too. He, it was like more of Wally's friend in the '90s, um, and then just kind of disappeared. But yeah, I like it was it was fun. It was like Fair I like seeing Chunk. Yeah, it's like seeing Kilgore. It's like, oh yeah, I remember you. Yeah, you were a thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so Chunk is running away from various beastly people when Peacemaker arrives, shoots the beasts, and saves Chunk. Uh, That's when Trunk reveals that uh, one of the beasts that Peacemaker killed was his son. Uh, (laughs) Peacemaker is like a little devastated, Um, quickly apologizes with a, hey, my bad. Um, Apologizes in Peacemaker fashion, I'll say. Um, Peacemaker is here for Chester, though, on behalf of Amanda Waller. Chester retaliates with opening the black hole in his chest and Peacemaker tranquilizes him and drags him into a truck. Uh, over in Ivy Town, beasts are attacking people there, uh, but you will not find the Atom. Instead, you'll find quite the opposite. Giganta is there and she starts defending the people instead of running away uh, and starts attacking the beasts. But as we know, the spores go after the stronger people around. Uh, They all leave the bodies of the humans and go straight for Giganta. So she gets turned into a giant fucking grizzly bear. uh, (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Who is
0: now Kaiju destroying Ivy town. (sighs) Uh, So Batgirl gets on comms and lets every hero know that Ivy town is currently being demolished. So anybody available head over there. Uh, And that includes John Kent, Nightwing, Starfire, and Cyborg, and Swamp Thing all head straight there. Um, At Nightwing's command, Swamp Thing helps uh, keep some buildings from falling over using the power of the green and some well-placed vines. uh, Starfire... Uh, joins John to try and take down the big bear, the Giganta Bear, I guess you will. Uh, Flash is around to help run damage control and get people to safety, Uh, and all while Cyborg is trying his best to figure out a way to boom tube Giganta far, far away from Ivy Town. Um, They eventually get the upper hand and are able to boom tube her to a baseball diamond uh, some five miles away. Um, And that is when the spores uh, leave Giganta as they see Starfire and John, but then John's blue lightning powers are able to just electrify them on the spot. Interesting little trait. Uh, Over in Ivy Town, they are running more damage control to try and help the people that are around um, and help save anybody in danger. Uh, But this is also when Sergeant Steel uh, gets on... Uh, TV and reveals that he uh, has been granted powers by the Bureau, uh, as as the Bureau of Sovereignty, uh, to basically take over the investigation and, if need be, take down the Titans, as this is their fault, Um, even more so, take down Beast Boy himself. Uh, speaking of that whole concept, we see where Chunk was taken by Peacemaker at um, Strikers Island Penitentiary, where Lex Luthor is still with um, Amanda Waller. And Amanda Waller's idea is she wants Lex to use his access to Justice League teleportation devices to teleport Chester straight into the heart of Garo uh, and then Chunk can use his black hole ability to essentially suck Garo out from the inside, essentially imploding the Garo star and saving the world in the process. Uh, Raven is on her way to try and reason with Garo one more time, but is met by Dr. Hate and subsequently stopped at the same time. All while this is happening, uh is. I hate plan- Dr. Hate. Understandable. Uh, <laughs> all while this is happening, uh, Amanda Waller's plan comes to fruition. Chunk is teleported right into the middle of Garo um, and sucks him out from the inside. He implodes and Garo dies uh, as uh, the, the last of his psychic ability is felt throughout all the heroes, even more so by Raven being the empath she is. Uh, and having the feeling she does for Gar um, feels that pain even more. Uh, and that's where the issue ends. Uh, not only does Garo die, but also, I forgot to mention, and I feel bad I didn't mention it, Chester dies with him because they are in the middle of fucking space. He can't breathe out there. Um so not only do we see Gar die, but we saw Chester die, and I ain't happy about what that. What the fuck? I know. Now I'm I... definitely not going to read this book. <laughs> I thought I would have you with it when, when I told you Chunk was in it. But First you I...
2: tell me that Animal Man isn't even really in it. Now you're telling me that Chunk is dead, a character that, like, is obviously not appearing in a bunch of stuff, but is still a slightly endearing character. And they're going to maybe kill Beast Boy. I forget this shit. Maria's <laughs> reading this book i have better things to do <laughs> <Bro. Yeah. laughs>
0: oh man look so my only complaint and surprise surprise it's a green Lantern complaint is the yeah. fact that, that hal is up there in space
1: that should not be <laughs> no that That's, should not be that should not but be. i every <laughs> single time we talk about a beast world book I completely forget that you're not reading it because of how goddamn <laughs> good it is. Yeah. Like, I can't believe that you aren't reading the main, the main books. And it is, it has been so good.
0: I, I get it because event fatigue, but like not only is well, this a Titans event, but it's a fucking good book. <laughs> I mean, I don't even,
2: I don't even know if it's event fatigue. I mean, I definitely have had perpetual event fatigue for the past year or so, but at this point, I don't know. Honestly, it's—I feel like it's just because I'm lazy. <laughs> like real talk, <laughs> uh, I'm just—I'm just because I'm just, it's—it's—it's it's like four issues in. I think it's—it's it's six issues, right? Um, uh,
0: maybe maybe might be six, maybe seven. Six
2: or six or seven, however many. It I is. know there's at least six. Mm-hmm. And at this point,
1: I'm kind of just like,
2: ah, do I really? Am I gonna? Do I have to like read all this other stuff? And I'm like, ah, I just.
1: I don't know. You don't have to read. I don't have LP to. <laughs> but,
2: yeah, honestly, at this point, I think, yeah, I just, I, I've become lazy. And I was like, I don't know. I guess I'm not, uh, I guess I'm not yeah. going
1: to read it. It, it turns, it, it. it's six issues. Yeah. So you got yeah, to read always, six books. It concludes yeah. this month. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, so it's,
0: it's going to be a quick read.
1: Yeah. yeah. But Oh, man.
0: Yeah, it's, it, it it was a hell of an eventful issue i will say um yeah. quite quite an interesting issue there there was there was a few interesting moments uh, i really liked the part with, with and, and the the whole everything with john uh just appearing and him trying to deal with uh um like collateral damage and and mm-hmm. realizing he's about to kill a bunch of people cuz he was fly swatted by Giganta bear, uh, but then Wally runs in and saves the people in the process, and he basically gives them the pep talk to get back out mm-hmm. in the fight. Um, which also made me think about the magic school bus.
2: <laughs> Seriously,
0: so he, he said he could hear people. Um, but I was thinking about like Super, Superman, or maybe it was Action Comics making me think about mm-hmm. it. They he can hear things from like far, far away. And I, I get super hearing and whatnot, but if the magic school bus taught me anything about sound waves, oh they, they only, they only go so far <laughs> and they bounce off certain things. Like how do sound waves on the other side of the planet reach the ears of the super family?
2: I Which don't, magic school bus episode are you even talking about? It's the one where the ears in of the yes. super family. The oh super God. family can hear <laughs> everywhere on the world no because i was i was just like talking about this is so stupid well like a friend and i were literally just talking about like if you could have if, if you had to choose between having miss frizzle from the magic school bus as your teacher or mr ratburn from arthur as your teacher oh, who would you choose miss frizzle any day. And i was like well the thing is like okay Miss Frizzle would be a really fun teacher, and you go on all these crazy adventures. But like, if you want to be a good student, you would probably go with Mr. Ratburn because like, he might be hard, but he'd make you like actually do the work, and you'd be super prepared. Yeah, but he's
1: got a point
2: that was Dad. that was my answer
0: my whole thing is learning on the job trial by <laughs> yes. fire and that is like this frizzles mantra <laughs> if you want to learn about the human body let's go kids let's yeah okay, hop right right in. lay on the desk we're gonna jump <laughs> in your body for half an hour we're gonna see how the blood cells work we might check out your glands how I'll did let that you not, know,
2: like, like violate all the laws because he, he didn't know it was literally just he like, was, yeah. He was eating those carrot trees and it was just
0: turning orange. Body. So yeah. they went in to go fix it without letting him know, because you know he would have said no. He was like, <laughs> he he was a germaphobe. And oh, they sucks. found... So they,
1: the, in, they the invaded white, his open. body without consent.
0: Yes. <laughs> Basically. But it was for a good cause.
1: Oh. <laughs> and for science. <laughs> for science!
2: Yeah. Yes. Didn't, didn't they also do that in the episode where what's his face got sick? I just remember like, yeah, wasn't it Ralphie? Yeah, it was Ralphie. Like I they think. they went they went into his medicine, and they were just like touring his body, and it was like, here's the where the bacteria multiplies when you're sick. And I was like, how how can this possibly be legal? And more to the point, how did all the students sign off on this? They're like, yeah, let's just. Bunking, they don't. Ralphie's they fucking.
1: They Boy, trust Ralphie's the sick. adults in the in.
2: room
0: they don't sign up on shit she's at at the beginning of the year jumped on the bus like Uh yes miss frizzle let's go yeah okay where are we going
1: (laughs) at the beginning of the year she sends out a kind of a blanket your children will be going on many field trips will you sign your 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 permission slip Now, i i swear one of their parents they will will be i can't i can't remember science-based
2: i can't remember which one but i swear one of the parents was literally like a lawyer and i'm like if they sent them release forms or whatever at the beginning of the school year they'd have to be the worst fucking lawyer on the planet because there's no way you could sign off on that and be like yeah my child will go on you know crazy adventures or maybe they just thought field trips yeah yeah. maybe they just thought miss frizzle was really eccentric and they're like they're not actually gonna go in a volcano or whatever they're not actually gonna go into clouds and no. A no. that's why they no, just they put know. the
1: blanket the blanket field trip permission slip that's <laughs> like we're gonna be going on many field trips yeah all science like it's, based it's it will not, be science field trips
0: they they got a word of a certain way we will be learning about this learning about we will be learning about the mm. insects so we're going to go to a forest and see some insects we'll be learning about volcanoes oh, don't and, and the parents will just think oh yeah baking soda and vinegar yeah <laughs> yeah
2: my child is not going to turn into a bug no
0: we're not going to violate conventions and invade no. bodies. <laughs> not going
1: to give a bunch of nice. We're not going to
2: make a fucking island. <laughs> <laughs> oh Do you remember that episode of the Magic School Bus where they literally make an island? Or is this like something like that where they, they talk about, like, oh, yeah, the, those the little underwater, kids balls? Yeah. It was, man. that's what it was, was, it was going like. On. It was like, oh, <laughs> underwater volcanoes, when they erupt, the, the magma cools into. Uh, uh, Hard state and then turns into an island or something and then Ignatius just like crazy Rock. shit like that. I'm probably misremembering the the plot, but
1: yeah, it sounds familiar. It turns into Ignatius Rock and then so mm. builds up onto sand and then yeah. moves and yeah. down an something island. like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's science. I don't know if that's how it went the show, but <laughs> that's how it to the <laughs> real world.
2: You <laughs> gotta find this episode. But anyway,
1: yeah. but yeah, anyway. like why are That's we talking about
0: the Magic School Bus again? Superhearing makes no Titan's fucking sense. <laughs> Superhearing is a, a lie because Magic School Bus taught me sound waves don't work that way.
1: <laughs> magic School buses, that Oh my god. That's why Superman hates magic. Because it denies his powers. Miss Frizzle is yeah, his ultimate yeah. enemy. It's his ultimate kryptonite. Miss Frizzle is Brainiac confirmed. Confirmed. It's like there's
0: uh, always been questions about Miss Frizzle's sanity, but honestly, she's gotta be a Kaluan. That's the well, only Now we know. Now have super, the answer. Super Sanity. Super sane. <laughs> yeah. Um, but right, <laughs> Beast World number number four. Uh I'm sad Chunk died. I'm sad Gar died. I'm sad for Raven. Um I'm sad for Chunk twice because his son died. I'm um, I'm sad for all the people of Ivy Town. I'm sad for John for having to deal with the stress. I'm hearing a lot of I'm sad. Am I hyped for that blue lightning power? Holy shit! <laughs> this is like the the long term storytelling that Tom Taylor's got going on with this blue power, and I'm I'm really excited to see where the payoff may potentially be. Um, but all in all, it was an interesting issue. I, I I'm I'm giving it a fuck like 8.75 out of ten. Maybe a nine if it wasn't for the superhero and kind of distracting me.
2: You're so concerned about science. Can't you just yes. enjoy the story? No. <laughs> no. Josh no. agrees. <laughs>
0: I'm actually sound waves yeah, don't travel yeah. across what? the
2: planet. There's no way you. Can Where does that travel.
1: come from? <laughs> Which one? I'm um, actually. Um, That's comic book guy from Simpsons. No.
0: So that that voice I copied from a bunch of YouTubers I used to watch that would always like. They'd make that that voice, that voice, and me and my friends used to make that voice, like really phlegmy voice. Yeah, it's
2: um, it's just like a stereotypical nerd voice. I don't even really yeah. know where it comes from.
0: But yeah, and um, actually, is like <laughs> okay. just an old term. But com- comic yeah. book guy did it too, and his voice mm-hmm. was a little more composed, yeah, a little more refined. Um, actually, that is issue number one sixty two, not the first appearance you think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but. My mint <laughs> yeah <laughs> um
2: and i'm um, actually is also
1: is xerox. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced xerox yeah. <laughs> get it right or get out, <laughs> out. yeah um
1: okay.
2: also
0: i'm um, actually is an awesome game show on dropout tv
1: yeah which i
2: still have not seen but what you haven't you watched? Really it I, I
1: enjoy it. You gotta watch. I enjoy it. it when when like I'm just like sitting there like reading a comic book or a book or mm. or doing whatever. I'll have it on, and it is just it is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Well, I
2: remember you guys were talking about it. Um, it's like it's like just,
1: lazy yeah. funny, but it's funny. That, that's it's cool. a good time.
0: Yeah, and it's right up any nerd's alley.
1: Mm. Yep,
0: especially if you know a lot about pop culture and sci-fi. That's perfect. Yeah. Like, they, they
1: make me feel stupid. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Do you
0: know the, the concept though, Brandon? Um, remind me of it again. Okay, so we'll have three contestants. The host, Mike Trapp, will read a statement mm-hmm. about uh, something in pop culture. Battlestar Galactica, DC Comics, a video mm-hmm. game, Zelda, who knows. They'll just read a statement, and there's one thing about that statement that's wrong. Sometimes it's obvious, slightly off. Sometimes it's very vague, um, Mm. and almost like vindictive with how vague it is. Like it's like you you need to know like every bit of lore about this to really understand Mm. uh, what what we're getting at here.
1: So what we're getting at here is that not only is it entertaining, but it's also a learning opportunity. (laughs) Yeah, and sometimes the statement is like.
0: We we added a character in this statement. Who's the mm. wrong character? And sometimes it's uh, actually the shirt wasn't green; it was blue.
2: Are you are you required to say um, actually" when you respond?
0: Yes, yes. Okay, Jeopardy yeah. rules. That you have to say That's um, perfect. actually," or you oh don't get God. the point. Like it's happening. Well, like people, that they really said like, the answer, yeah. and trap goes, "You didn't say, 'I'm actually.'" And then the other two were like furiously <laughs> pushing the button.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I definitely gotta check that out. Yeah
1: good times Mm -hmm. so was most titans beast world some sad shit happened in it it was just another chapter in a really good arc that i have been enjoying four issues in plus most of the tie-ins are pretty good um but it was so much more too i i felt it when the bomb went off something felt ominous about him dying uh like maybe the plan is to keep him dead for a while or to bring him back in some other different way or form i don't know but i was open mouth surprised when Ooh. garo exploded
0: maybe he'll come back as part of the green
1: mm, or the red or the red, both.
0: red maybe that's where animal man comes
2: in maybe and it might just get me to read this book but i don't, <laughs> I don't hear about any more animal man so well i don't
1: know i'm gonna point something out to you that the two of you obviously <clears throat> missed i'll point it out in my favorite moments here in a minute but um okay so there could be some hardcore underlying stuff going on in this book that we may have just picked out. Um, hmm. But, yeah, like I said, uh, open-mouth surprise when Garo exploded. Uh, the, the art from uh, Meyer and Friardo Jr., like I said about Friardo before, he's, he's always on point. Meyer's good. This looks amazing. Everything does from okay. Giganta as a bear, Blue Lightning, John, and the explosion of Gar. It was all amazing artwork. I, I loved this issue. I gave it a 9 out of 10. Right on.
0: Brandon? Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, I loved this issue. It was it was so good. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Infinity out of 10. Ooh. Right on
0: is that infinity
1: good. Infinity out of ten.
2: Infinity out of ten.
1: What about on a good day?
2: Uh infinity plus out of ten. Infinity times infinity. Infinity and beyond.
1: That's not a number.
2: No, but it's my my love for this book is, is unquantifiable. It just it keeps it keeps scaling in numbers forever. You know what, Josh? <laughs> You're not a number. Oh so like good. your your peak <laughs> may be at like nine out of ten. But mine goes 10, 11, 12, 13, and then just continues. That's in the scale forever. That's, that's how much the I of love time. this book that I haven't read. <laughs> Which, technically, you,
0: know, you, you like, were ready to burn it. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, with that, uh, we, we kind of already did our top three in the main show. So we want to do a favorite moment from the books we talked about josh i'm very
2: curious what yes, josh, you. yes <laughs> josh uh, <laughs> i mean
1: in the top three in the first two uh um, titans beast world number four took one action comics followed up but my favorite moment um number one honestly the uh, like the oh my god moment of gar actually dying it got me um i don't know if it got you guys but it got me i did yeah. not think it was gonna happen certainly didn't think it was going to happen quite so violently um damn good writing that but also so giganta was there now this might seem like loosely stitching but it's a few things giganta was in here right um a villain uh, from wonder woman who gail simone wrote also appeared in the wonder woman book
0: oh no giganta turned into a bear
1: <laughs> now hold on hold on because it even gets more oh, it takes place in that. ivy town right yeah right so it takes place in ivy town gail simone is the one who ide- uh, who introduced the idea that um poison ivy has seasonal depression because of her attachment to the green And then that idea shortly after that was just completely fucking abandoned. And so it was like Ivy getting destroyed. I think I think there was some big old fucking Tom Taylor, Gail Simone energy going on in this book.
2: That's funny. That's not where I was expecting you to go with that reference because you mentioned Ivy Town and I was like, is he going to talk about Adam? Because I know Gail Simone created or co-created Ryan Choi. The all-new Adam who yeah. would go on to to be a student at Ivytown.
1: Oh, no, he's a, no,
2: he a teacher. I bet. I think. I can't remember. Something like that. I think it was but like anyway. a TA
0: or something.
1: Yeah. Well, Gail Simone's a bear. That's what I was going with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
0: didn't even catch that. That's a good fucking poll. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's that's my favorite Which, uh, moment, is Josh's uh, explanation of that. <laughs> um, all right, Brandon, do you have one?
2: Uh, I think I'm just going to go with the safe option, and uh, I'll pick the double-page spread of Superman from the uh, – I don't know where exactly, but in Action Comics, um, where it's it's shortly after like that title page or whatever um and it's just it's just really well drawn yeah not not much else to say about it it's just kind of speaks for itself
0: right um i do have one i just got to look at the page one more time because i forget exactly what it was that made me love it it's like the first or second page of action comics Mm -hmm. uh second
1: no <laughs> do it now!
0: Oh, do you fuck?
1: Do it now!
0: Right, it's uh, so yeah. The very first page, uh, explaining the whole uh, peace and tranquility, um, yeah, uh, peace and tranquility of of Xerox. And and how beautiful it is, and then just cuts to Bizarro. He arrived 15 minutes ago. He's already forgotten why, (laughs) and he's just beating the shit out of people. He doesn't know why. He's just
2: like, yeah, yeah, so very happy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought that that was that was funny, but then you find out like there's something a little more darker for why he forgot. And you're like, well, maybe that's not as funny as I thought it was. (laughs) Yeah, but at the time it's hilarious mm. uh yes that was my favorite moment
1: right on oh.
2: sweet indeed
1: sweet. 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 sweet deal sweet deal. Sweet. 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 Yeah. sweet dude what's mine say radical. <laughs> what's mine say <laughs> <laughs>
0: that movie is great for like the first half and then it gets way up its own ass about shit <laughs> yeah
1: See, that movie, I believe, was designed to sit down and mm-hmm. smoke, like, four joints. Yeah. Flip it on. God. Make it through the first half of the movie and then fall asleep for the second half. <laughs> really
0: so- super Super So Like, you get to the aliens. You're like, whoa. whoa <laughs> what the fuck? Because <laughs> if you're stro- <laughs> sober, you're like, this is dumb. If you're, it's like, fucking dumb. If you're <laughs> super high, you're gonna love it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Aliens, I can dig it. Yeah, that makes sense, right?
0: <laughs> of course they're the ones that stole his car. Who else would it be?
1: Well, they're the ones that put us here, right? Yeah. That's what the guy with the hair says. <laughs> wasn't wasn't the woman at the Chinese place, clearly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yes yeah oh dude where that, is that, my... did i did i tell you I, I, I vaguely i might be wrong but i think they're looking at a sequel for that shut up yeah
1: that's insane yeah i don't like yeah uh. <laughs> anyway Ashley kutcher is way too old for that stuff so sean william scott but <laughs> william, yeah i mean he's way too old for anything yeah <laughs> uh okay but i digress anyway uh
0: we'll we'll call it here um
1: we'll call it there yeah we're gonna call it everywhere thanks everybody for watching we will be back next week covering all of dc's weekly releases same geek time same geek channel and that is the show folks we're going to get out of here so you will have to as well be careful out there and remember in the geek matrix everybody has a home in the geek matrix you are not alone and better yet,
0: uh, thanks for listening, not watching.
1: <laughs> that That's what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Although if you
2: watch, you'll probably have more context for like the weird random shit we say about pro- things pro- we're doing on screen. The problem is this is the
0: bonus <laughs> show that doesn't go video.
1: Oh. oh, maybe we should just start doing the <laughs> the bonus show for free anyway. Mm. Anyway, all right, end recording. Mm-hmm. Peace. Ha <laughs> ha